0: Hey everyone, Lucas McCormick here, host of the show and CEO of Lucas2Blue Network. Do you ever get thirsty when you're watching a movie or just want to have a nice drink with some friends? Then look no further than Barrow Brothers Brewing Company, Windsor's oldest brewery crafting beers with global purpose and influence since the 2010s. Without their support, this podcast would still be entirely possible, but not quite as fun. Thank you again, Barrow Brothers Brewing Company, for supporting the show. And please enjoy responsibly. Lucas2Blue Network presents... where we talk about movies, music, video games, and so much more. Today, I am joined with Sean McRae, host of the Sports Geek podcast at Otter Media, as well as McCrayfish on Twitch. So, Sean, how's it yes. going? Uh, welcome welcome to the show. Thank um, you so much for having me. Appreciate absolutely, it. Absolutely. Um, so, my first question for you, Sean, is who are you currently? Where do you like live um, in the world? Uh, you don't have to be like super specific address, but just like maybe, you know, city or state or something like that. Um, but yeah, who are you currently? Uh, what are you doing? That sort of thing. Just kind of the basic premise so people can get to know you.
1: Awesome. Yeah. So uh, I live in Monterey, California. To be more specific, Delray Oaks. I, uh, I've i grown up here in Monterey my whole life. So uh, I've always loved it here. Low key. It's, it doesn't really feel like a beach city. Like, in SoCal, you could say. It's just like its own identity, Monterey. And I always loved it. So I knew going to CSUMB would be the right decision. And mm-hmm. also, I'm still at home with my family. So I save money on housing there. I mean, I love my family my mom, dad, little brother, Nate, just chilling here at the same house we've been at for the past 17 years. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: I love it here. And uh, I'm at CSUMB right now studying to become a teacher. Liberal studies is my major. I did my first four years already, and I just have one more year of uh, student teaching where I'm going to be in a classroom. Well, I don't know if I'll be in a classroom.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we'll have to ask you about that later.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, It's very fluid. I got an email about 15 minutes ago talking about that. But uh, either way, I'm going to get some experience this next year, and if all goes well, next next year around this time, I will be actively looking for a job within the school district in Monterey. Nice. What, thank you, thank you.
0: What subjects do you like teaching?
1: So I, right now, I'm getting a credential for elementary school. Okay. Um, I, the grades I like a lot, I like the younger ones. Uh, I have a job at the YMCA, camp counselor. Gotcha. Well, we're not, yeah, so that's not happening this year, but the, I've had it the past two years. Um, I was in charge of the kindergarten group last summer, so 30 kids every day and two other counselors, I was in charge of them and the kids, and I just, some people... Have patience for kids. Some don't, and I know that I do. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna use that to my best of the ability. But uh, I really like history. I think history is really cool. I wish that we could learn more. I would, looking now on social media in this age where mm-hmm. there's so much information, so many things that we don't that I didn't learn until I grew up and went on Twitter and stuff. Mm-hmm. So without going too outside the curriculum, I'm really excited to teach some of these things to the students.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I love history. I was horrible at math as a kid, but now I'm learning through the classes at CSUMB. Oh, this is actually pretty cool. I'm learning it a different way. So I'm excited to teach that. Nice. And it kind, it kind of helps out that I like the younger grades because uh, if we got to multiplication and division, I'd be counting on my fingers in front of the kids. So uh...
0: <laughs> Nice. nice. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Cool. I, I like that you're is super interested in teaching um so let me ask you a kind of more in-depth question about yourself so what is some things that like make you unique or like as i like to call it sean only things
1: sean only things well uh i don't know why this is the first thing i thought of it's so like stupid but sean only things a lot of people who have known me since i kid they just know i love cereal i'll have three bowls a day and it could be Cocoa Krispies, Cocoa Pebbles, Fruity Pebbles, just the worst cereals you can think of. <laughs> I <laughs> I'm eating it. Somehow I'm not three hundred pounds. But uh ever since I was a kid, I've just loved cereals and like it didn't take me to like middle school or high school to realize like some people don't even have cereal in their house. Like <laughs> I grew up like so lucky that my parents just like, let me eat like that, man. Like and I didn't become super overweight. So uh that that's a Sean thing. Um I ever since a kid as well I've loved video games growing up uh my brother's three years younger than me and me and him have always had a great relationship so Mm -hmm. just like playing video games growing up with him is just like super like staple in my life and it's a huge part of who I am now you know Mm -hmm. I remember like in middle school and like towards like the start of high school I kind of like fell into that thing where like whoa like video games you know they're not that cool like I'm not going to like publicly talk about it. Like I'm not going to go out wearing like a shirt with like Mario on it or something, Mm -hmm. you know, as much as like, that's just who I was. Mm -hmm. But like, as we all learn, as we grow up, it's like, man, like who cares? Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) if these people would judge you for that anyways, then like, don't even be friends with them. Yeah. So I, I've embraced that a lot more. I love sports as well. Um, I didn't really start watching until 2010 Mm. and since, since I'm in Monterey, we're Giants fans Yeah, and the Giants that was the first year I watched the full baseball season, and they won the World Series that year. So like this great big year. climax to that, and I'm like, I love sports now. So <laughs> I remember watching that season where I, I live in
0: uh, Santa Rosa, which is about an hour north of San Francisco, so of course we're oh, Giants nice. fans. Uh, but yeah, that season was a lot of fun.
1: <clears throat> oh, I man. They were going to have the reunion this year. I was going to try to get tickets, but they uh, they came out today and said they're going to move the reunion to next year, so I'm really excited for that.
0: Nice. That's sweet. So,
1: yeah, sports and video games a lot of like, if I come home, I'm either, I either want to turn something on to watch or mm-hmm. I want to play something.
0: Nice. I, I assume yeah. you've been playing some more things lately as of late. Oh, my goodness.
1: <laughs> Dude, let me, let me tell you, do you know what DraftKings is? Yeah, I know what DraftKings is. uh Yesterday, I did my very first NASCAR DraftKings. That's how <laughs> bored I am. <laughs> That's awesome. I said I saw that they – did you see the thing with uh, Bubba Wallace, his name was? Uh-huh. That horrible thing. So I was like, you know what? I'm picking Bubba on my team. We're going. I'm winning <laughs> – I did like a $1 tournament to win like $400. Nice. I was, I was hyped, But there's a rain delay right now. So, yeah, I've been watching NASCAR. Usually I thought golf was boring. I'm watching golf. I'm doing all I can. Uh-huh. uh I feel like an addict right now. But <laughs> That's awesome. When it all – yeah, when it all comes back, it's just going to – oh, it's going to be so good. Mm-hmm. So I think
0: you kind of covered this a little bit, but if you want to go into it a little bit more is uh, what are some of your hobbies?
1: All right. Some of my hobbies, um, they change from month to month. Um, before the pandemic started earlier this year, I was really into collecting baseball cards. Um, as of now, my hobby, like my hobby is just having different hobbies, I think. Mm. So as of now, last week, uh, my girlfriend, she lives in Chino Hills down south, like mm. six hours. And we've just kind of been waiting to visit so like we're like okay we feel safe now like we'll like we're both super safe when we go like we're not these people who are going out partying right so i know i know it sounds bad that i'm like traveling six hours but we're we're both staying safe yeah and uh she has a bunch of painting supplies so like i've always been horrible at art but i really liked it i've appreciated it Mm -hmm. like throwing a bob ross stream on or something like heck yeah love it so i watched a youtube video of some beginner acrylic paints and i painted some and they didn't look half bad so Yesterday, of course, I bought $80 worth of painting supplies, and nice. <laughs> my hobby right now is going to be painting when that arrives tomorrow. Nice. So, yeah, um, really random. I, I love running. I'm really into running now. Um, I started, because at the beginning of all, when all this started, it was a little scary for me, and mm-hmm. uh, to clear my mind, I would go on runs,
2: because
1: mm. I want to stay fit,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: I've been running at least two or three times a week, and I've lost, like, 15 pounds since March. So Nice yeah good even with you, my man. five bowls of cereal a day thank you so much <laughs> yeah. it went
0: from three to five do you, how, do you just eat cereal all, all
1: for every meal well you see the running balances it out so no i kidding <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's yeah. so funny i i promise three's the max three's the max haven't had a four bowl binge in a while mm.
0: wow that's that's great good stuff Oh, thanks. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I'm I'm glad that you're doing a bunch of different stuff. That'll have you pretty well versed for elementary school age with the randomness that is those kids for sure.
1: One hundred percent. I'm so excited. <laughs> like I'm I'm gonna be matching their energy level every day. Oh hopefully. my gosh, that's gonna be great. Um. Okay. So let's talk about the
0: main topics of the interview, which is Twitch streaming and sports. So um, a little bit of context. So you and I, uh, for our radio shows slash stuff, we both were hit with like, oh, yeah, our Media is not happening anymore because of COVID, obviously. And we're like, okay, so where do we go from here? So I immediately jumped on like, okay, I have Twitch. I have some recording equipment. I'll just have all the people come over because everyone was still in Monterey at the time. Um, and we'll just we'll just meet and record in my house at at the East Campus apartment, and we did that and everything um, a couple of times. And then I moved back home, um, and now we're doing it through Discord and stuff and whatnot. I'm sure everyone knows, but um, you also did this, and I haven't seen any of our other you know radio shows do that, or at least that I know about. It seems like all of them have gone and postponed until you know, they can get back in the studio. So I I wanted to ask you, what made you decide to go to the, do the transition into Twitch versus, um, you know, uh, like postponing completely?
1: So, yeah, we, it's actually kind of sad how it all happened. We had our last show. Um, I remember the big day that the virus kind of like, everyone was like oh wow this is serious Mm -hmm. was when uh it happened in the nba game they stopped the game Mm -hmm. two days before that monday night eight to nine was our radio show so me and my other co-host you know i don't want to sound like i'm just like the main host here we right i i usually took the lead on stuff but somi kio andres muñoz and taylor rivers they all were helping me out they were all my co-hosts so Mm -hmm. we had our last show the monday two days before it all happened and I don't know why. Something in the back of my head, I was like, man, it's gonna be really sad, like when we have our last show. Like, we gotta do something special. And little did I know, that was my last show. That was the last show we did. Yeah. (laughs) So they I love them so much, but I would I would have to push a lot. Like, are you coming tonight? Are you coming in? Are you gonna be playing basketball? Or Mm -hmm. like if I wanted to do something like a podcast or something, I'd usually have my friends or uh my brother do it with me because They were hard to get time from to do, like, a podcast or something. They were more like, we're in the moment. Let's do it here in person. So I didn't really want to bug them considering, like, they're probably, like, going through a lot, like, having to go back home. Like, some of them, like, live far away. So I'm like, you know, I'm not going to bug them. But I really like the distraction of still doing the show. There's not a lot of sports to talk about. But
2: Mm -hmm.
1: maybe, like, I'll dip my feet into Twitch and everything. Mm -hmm. So I, I only had... I didn't have a capture card, so I was only streaming either from my PlayStation or from my Xbox, Mm. like, native, like, from the console. You couldn't see me. My microphone sucked. Mm -hmm. Um, But I had a good time, Mm -hmm. and I actually got some people to watch it, and we had a pretty good following at Sport Geek, so I was like, why not promote it here? Like, Mm -hmm. if someone wants to... Because I was starting to stream MLB The Show at first because I miss baseball a lot, my favorite sport. Mm
2: -hmm. And I was like,
1: ah, man, you know what? I was like, if you guys miss baseball, come do this. And, like, I would have people come and hang out, and never did I, like... I picture myself like wanting to like continuously stream Mm -hmm. until people were in there hanging out. And I was like, this is like my replacement for social interaction. Like I can talk to my chat and stuff. So I look more into it, more into it. And I'm like, well, if I want to stream stuff on like my switch and all this, I need to get a capture card. Mm -hmm. So I did some research. I did that. And, um, it's great. You know, I've been streaming off my PC. It's, Kind of feeling like normal now. We me and my brother, we'd do some countdown videos. Mm. And we'd stick with the Sport Geeks uh theme. We did our most recent sport one, it was like our top ten favorite sport moments of like from our like our favorite moments. Mm-hmm. So like we could pick one from each team and like we like had a fun discussion. Uh my girlfriend was up here. My girlfriend Paige, she was visiting last month, and we did a fun mm-hmm. list. It was our our top ten most disappointing games of all time. And it was just like it was the funniest thing. Like hers was like Scooby Doo on the PlayStation 2, and she just like hated it. And we thought it was so funny. I was her number one. Uh-huh. I had the Xbox Connect because of just how ridiculous the first trailer for it was mm-hmm. and like how they just didn't follow up the promises. My brother had Sea of Thieves, which is like an understandable one. But yeah. you know, doing these countdowns, we were having a lot of fun, and it it reminded me of the fun we'd have on the Sport Geeks show. We'd do tier lists and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and that, on top of that, I never expected to get growth from outside of Instagram and my following. But one night I did Mario Maker. I fired it up and I did viewer levels and didn't think anyone would come. And five people came in and followed me and I played their levels. And I started with 20 followers, just all friends, mm-hmm. family. And now I have 47. I'm three away from 50. And I'm like, how did this even happen?
0: yeah i i was watching a little bit of your stream this morning i was like oh man he's already got 50 subs
1: i gotta step my game up <laughs> no yeah i'm like how did this happen yeah i had my first i had my first rude person in my chat this morning i had to ban him oh but, nice uh, <laughs> that was fun yeah so me and my brother we're excited for all the game reveals coming out mm-hmm. i think wednesday there's a pokemon show? yeah yeah on. i'll be i'll be streaming that for sure uh I de- yeah we were like we're not gonna wake up that early so if i am that early i'm definitely gonna come hang out mm-hmm. but i'm praying i'm praying it's not let's go to please yeah i hope it's diamond and pearl i'm like just just do
0: get... <laughs> it, it well because i i done the math they typically release the the remix on a either 10 year or 15 year interval um that's kind of how they did it like heart gold and soul silver was 10 years after heart gold and soul silver had come out um the uh uh, same thing with omega ruby and alpha sapphire i think um so i'm like it's gonna be the 15th anniversary of diamond and pearl it would only make sense that next year it's gonna be diamond and pearl remakes so
1: i i sure hope so those are my holding out
0: i'm holding out you know
1: (sighs) yeah you know after the sword and shield debacle i don't know i don't know if i can trust them anymore i don't have much faith but (laughs) Bring it back. I haven't played Isle of Armor yet. You know, I just came back a few days ago. And uh, I've been excited. I've seen nothing but good things about it. So mm-hmm. I don't know what your impressions are after playing it for a bit.
0: But. Yeah. I, I mean, we could chat about it a little bit. But I, so far, I've really enjoyed my experience. It's sure, awesome. but it's it's fun. Um, That's good. Yeah. All right. Well, let me, let me ask you more in-depth questions now. So what kind of drew you to starting your radio show prior to COVID and stuff like that?
1: So we... Me, the first, first there were three hosts. It was Mm -hmm. me, my friend Andres, and my friend Somi, Mm -hmm. all liberal studies, all studying to become teachers. We had a class that, I don't know why this is a required class for seniors, but literally the entire semester was just us telling our life stories and that was it. Mm. So (laughs) one of the girls, Melissa, she does the show uh, Mondays with Melissa. Mm. So she talked about how she had a radio show. And she, I've never talked to her myself, but she was super funny, super approachable Mm -hmm. during her presentation. So I just came up to her after class. I'm like, dude, like how easy is it to do that? Because that'd be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And she said, literally like they have nobody. You just get a two hour time slot, request it, and there you go. Mm -hmm. So I walked back to my car with Andres and Somi, and I'm like, what if we had a radio show? Mm -hmm. And then I was like, we were trying to decide, like, do we want to talk about sports? Do we want to talk about like games, like movies and stuff? Because that's just the stuff we just like BS about with each other in class. Mm-hmm. Like the whole class, we're just talking about that kind of stuff. And I was like, well, it's a two hour time slot. How about sport geeks? Cause like our joke is that like, if someone's doing something stupid, we call them a geek. So we just, mm-hmm. we thought that word was funny off the bat.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: we are like, the sport geeks, and then we'll do the first hour talking about sports, and we'll do the second hour with pop culture entertainment games,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so so we're like, heck yeah, let's do it, what's the worst that could happen is they come back and they say no,
2: mm-hmm.
1: wait a few weeks, I get a message, they say, you guys are in, you're good to go, and I I couldn't believe it, I was nervous, we were excited, but uh, I was really nervous going into the studio, but our station manager, Nick, I don't know if he was yeah, yours. oh yeah,
0: I remember Nick, Nick's,
1: oh, Nick Nick's, was tight. Nick's awesome, so he helped us through it all, and we had our first two-hour show, and it just, snap of a finger, flew by, and we were like, that was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And then our buddy Taylor ended up coming on, too, and it was just the four of us every Monday, just shooting around, talking predictions for the season, talking about movies we've seen, Mm -hmm. review, like, The Mandalorian was big. Mm -hmm. We would come back every week and talk about that. Just stuff like that, man, and uh, we had a good time. What was funny is when we started, there was problems with the tune-in app, how you listen to the radio. I remember that, yeah. We were so excited to start our first show, and they said, sorry, like, there's no show. We asked Nick. I'm like, well, I brought my iPad. I had it from school earlier in the day. What if we live-streamed it in the studio?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, we wouldn't have the audio from the mics or anything, but we just yeah. look cool. And he's like, well, I mean, your time slot's reserved for two hours. Like, go ahead. Mm-hmm. And that first night, we got, like, 15 viewers. So... That was before we had a youtube a uh, Instagram channel an mm-hmm. uh, Instagram page, so we just streamed it from my personal at McCrayfish three. Come give me a follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we streamed it from there and we got like fifteen concurrent viewers for like a good portion of the show nice. and I was like, "Wow, people liked it. People messaged me after and said that was a lot of fun
0: nice so why why movies and sports and stuff like that why, why does that why those topics? why did you choose that to be your like kind of main focus?
1: so we already talked like like i mentioned before we talked a lot about it with just us Mm -hmm. and these conversations would have tones from varying ranges me and andres would argue all the time and like it would get heated about sports Mm -hmm. about movies about (laughs) him thinking the last jedi is good and i'm like dude no and like i was like man if only someone could be here to back me up i just thought about How I thought personally, I know this is going to sound like, I don't know, but I I thought we were entertaining. I thought our conversations were entertaining personally. So I was like, why not have a radio show and talk about these things? So we just did that. And uh, I I pitched them the idea and I thought they were about to shoot it down, but they all thought it was a good idea. So Mm -hmm. I got that reinforcement from them that they think they're entertaining as well. I guess is the best way I can put it. Mm -hmm. And uh, we started our show. And we thought that was the best way to go about it.
0: Perfect. I think that's a great, great answer. Um,
1: <sighs> Thank you. So uh,
0: I, I, I write these questions kind of vague to see kind of people's responses. So you kind of talked about, you know, what your topics of your, your show covers. Um, let me ask you about your Twitch channel a little bit more specifically. So what do you do normally on Twitch? You, you kind of do a lot of things. Do you? Yeah. Talk,
1: talk to me about yeah. that. So, right now, there's no set identity for the channel, mm-hmm. no set schedule. Um, I I just I like playing a variety of games, mm-hmm. and whether it be a MOBA like Smite, which is one of my favorite games, mm-hmm. I play that late night, and my one constant viewer in the chat is always my girlfriend, she loves watching me play Smite, yeah. so at least I know she'll be there. So, if I don't know what I want to do, I'm playing that. But sometimes, like, me and my brother will will say, we're bored. Let's do a countdown. So it's just spontaneous. And it's fun to have the Instagram page because I can promote it, maybe do polls, like, hey, what are your guys' favorite games? And we can mention that. Yeah. Or what we've been liking recently is us doing our reactions to things. We did a reaction to, uh, like you said, Smash Bros. this morning. Yeah. We're excited to do some more in the future. Um, my brother, when I was out of town, my brother did a reaction to the PS5 reveal, and I was in the chat. Nice. So that was fun. But, like, a variety of games. I'm SpongeBob's coming out soon. Battle for Bikini Bottom. Yeah. I'm really excited to do uh, games the day they come out. Uh-huh. But I guess the vibe of my channel is just, like, more so just hanging out and, like, I like talking to my chat a lot. Mm-hmm. And when it's re- when it's really active, it's just super fun, and, like, I just kind of tune out of the game because – I'll be the first to admit, I don't play games because I'm very good at them. I play them because I have fun. Yeah. Stuff like Call of Duty, things like that, I'm horrible at it. And we'll be the show as well. But the fact that these like ridiculous things happen to me in the game and like we can all laugh about it, yeah. that's the best part. That's true. That's true. I feel So that. I think once I get maybe a bigger following, which is, I mean, I'm not in Twitch for like, getting donations and subscribers. I'm doing it because it's a lot of fun and I've always been interested in it. And with mm-hmm. the climate of everything going on now, I've had a lot of free time to kind of see what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. So I like doing it for fun, but if I do, I would not mind at all if I got like a steady flow of viewers, like maybe like seven or 10 people, like every stream coming in. Like that. Yeah. that would be my goal right now, just like people who want to come hang out. So... I guess right now my channel, you could say it's kind of just like throwing stuff at a wall and see if it'll stick. Mm -hmm. Like I saw, oh, Mario Maker got a lot of viewers. That was cool. Maybe I can do more Mario Maker if I want to get some more people to get eyes on the channel. Mm -hmm. And then after they see me from that, see if they'll want to stay for me playing Ratchet and Clank, which I was doing the other day. Yeah. So I honestly, I wish I had more of... An identity for the channel but at the same time I think that's kind of who I am mm-hmm. just I I hate just sticking to something when I know I'm gonna dread it like yeah if I say I'm playing this game tomorrow at this time and this game the next day I'm I already know knowing myself who I am yeah at some point I'm gonna go man I am dreading playing this I'm not gonna have a good time and the fact is right now I probably four or five viewers is around where I'll stay yeah and it's like, do they even like want to see this game or like, why am I doing this to myself? So I wish I could have a more descript answer for you, but right now it's just a bunch of stuff, yeah. sports and games. That works. That works. Perfect. Awesome.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Thank a you. great, great answer.
1: Yeah, man. Just my brain's just going all over the place. I'm glad uh, you're giving me the go ahead to just be free flow here. Yeah,
0: Absolutely. All right, uh, next question. So this is kind of a fun one uh, that I like to ask most of our guests on, like, whatever topic they're most, like, big on or whatever. Um, So I like to ask, what is sports and entertainment to
1: you? Sports and entertainment? Or sports, entertainment? Sports and entertainment. Sports and entertainment. So to me, sport. I'll start with sports. Okay. Sports to me is... I guess you could say it's entertainment, but uh, just I love the nuance of sports, Mm -hmm. how every game you don't know if you're gonna witness history or not, you Mm -hmm. don't know if you're gonna witness a horrible game, or you don't know if you'll see something crazy. So I love baseball so much because 162 games, anything can happen. Like you mentioned earlier, the 2010 Giants, I remember some moments from games that long ago, just because they were so entertaining. Like. Mm I remember they threw Aubrey Huff at second base for a game and he made like three errors because that's not where he plays or like just like silly stuff like that. But like that's sports to me. It's like, what, like just what randomly talking to my brother. I'm like, remember when this happened in like 2015? And like he's like, no, I don't. And like we look it up and we laugh about it. Mm-hmm. Sports is more than just the winner or the loser to me. It's who you watch it with, the fan base. And that's why it's just it sucks so much right now mm-hmm. that – that community can't come together and watch sports at the moment. So, hopefully soon it's back, but to me sports is it's kind of like a family, all the fans and the players. You know, the players love the fans. So mm-hmm. mo- I'm mostly talking about baseball here, but football, every all these other sports as well, you know. I took a I took it for granted. I took for granted just coming home and throwing on an A's or Giants game in the background mm-hmm. while I play games or do homework. So just the, like, the reassurance that it's always going to be there, I don't have that right now. So, mm-hmm. the constant of sports is what makes it so good to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, on the entertainment, what is entertainment to me? Entertainment is, it's entertainment, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, like, I mean, if you talk about video, we could talk about video games and, like, movies and shows. I'll, I'll put them into two different categories. Mm-hmm. If that's if that's yeah, what you're ever take your, for, yeah, yeah go for it doesn't matter. So video games to me are it's an art honestly mm-hmm. just so many different styles platformers, MOBAs, puzzle games. Everyone has what they like. Everyone has their favorite characters from the games. Everyone has their favorite moments from the games. Mm-hmm. Video games, I say, just like sports, is about who you share these memories with. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of connected to me because. Fan bases, there's, each have fan bases, there's game fan bases, sport fan bases, and my favorite memories, when I think of sports and games, is talking to people about why we like them, and the connections we find over the games, so I can tell you, I, when I started at the YMCA, there was a coworker who I'd never talked to, and somehow we started bonding over, locking our sims in the house, and like accidentally killing them when we were kids, <laughs> and <laughs> stuff like that, it's like, these we can find these things to bond over because of games Mm -hmm. so i love the community and just like the memories behind them last night my friend since i was like two years old he was in my chat we were watching we were playing ratchet and clank and we both like brought up how much we loved the first one Mm -hmm. and then we came to the realization that we'd never made it past the first five levels of the first one (laughs) and we had this like nostalgic feeling for it And we're like, we've never beaten this game, have we? No. It's just like our memories of dying over and over on the same level and finally beating it is why we love it so much. That's funny. So, yeah. So, this the community around it. Games to me is a community you'll find for every game, even the most niche ones, you know, still get speed ran to this day and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, with movies and entertainment, oh, entertainment is, is movies. With movies and shows, um... I like, to me, it's 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 an identity, I think. I can, if I ask someone what their favorite movie or show is, more so I can tell what kind of person they are, what they like because of it. Mm-hmm. If I were to ask, oh, like, have you ever seen Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul? And they'll respond to me and, oh, who's your favorite character? Oh, this person. Oh, mine's this person. And, like, you can kind of get a feel for who they are with that because you can see where they gravitate towards like me personally i'm a big villain guy thanos gus from breaking bad like Mm. i i love villains Mm -hmm. so if i talk to someone else who does for some reason or not like everyone i've talked to in liberal studies they're kind of the same way like big villain so i don't know what that says about the future of teaching but uh (laughs) (laughs) i wouldn't read into it too much (laughs) yeah but i don't know um just the fact that there's so many things in a movie or a show that you can attach to, even if you're not supposed to, even if you're not meant to things that Mm -hmm. resonate with you for a long time. So I, I know, I know you're big into movies Mm -hmm. and I, I can't say I didn't, I didn't get into film too much until recent years.
2: Mm.
1: So uh, there's a bunch of classics. Like I need to go back and watch Mm. because uh, I, I don't know if I should say this, but uh, I've only seen Indiana Jones and the crystal skull. So uh I should probably go back and watch the classics. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I I, yeah.
0: I don't I don't I don't harp against people for not seeing certain things. I I will always yeah. recommend you watch the other stuff, not, but not, like, not a gatekeeper. Lover, no, yeah. no, because like if you gatekeep then that immediately makes, you know, people villainize the certain, you know, topic and 100 more
1: people should watch things anyway. So Exactly. I hate that mentality that, how have you not seen that? Yeah. Like, like you said, you should recommend it. You yeah. should definitely see that. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Um, I, I really enjoy like going to like my favorite movie from this year. I went to see, I saw little women in uh, January. Mm. Don't know if you saw that. I did see it. I did see
2: it.
1: Oh, I love I, that movie was awesome. I went into it like knowing nothing about it, just mm. knowing it's like an adaptation from a book and I came out, I'm like, dude, That was awesome like (laughs) that was a great story like i want to see the play i want to see this now yeah and you could just go down this rabbit hole because play doing plays and entertainment skits thing it goes so far back in history Mm -hmm. and you can just like find a little just like if you find one thing you can just go down a whole rabbit hole of oh there was like three movies on this and a book and a remake and the fact that in this day and age entertainment goes back so deep and you can find so many things Mm -hmm. i love it that's why i think technology is so great today because you can find these movies or shows that you would have never known about before and find out you love them Mm -hmm. so to me it's about i like the history of movies and shows and how you can see yourself in them no matter if it's with the hero or the villain
2: Mm
0: -hmm. yeah that's that's solid that's awesome thank you great great answers i appreciate all of those (laughs) as an an artist content creator and filmmaker myself i appreciate hearing someone else be joyful over those things
1: oh yeah you know i'm excited to get delve into it a little deeper
0: yeah that's that's sick i'm i'm glad this is this is great uh okay let's move on to another question let's see what i got here um what is something that you think is distinct about your show?
1: Um something I think is distinct about our show, I'm going to I'm going to talk about I'll I'll do two parts for this. I'll do the Sport Geeks radio show at Otter Media. Mm-hmm. And then I'll talk about uh my current Twitch channel at mccrayfish 3 Come drop a follow. Uh <laughs> let's see. Sport Geeks, what makes us different? I think just the variety you know um we could go from talking about why the Chicago Bears are the worst team in the NFL to ranking our favorite snack foods from kids and I think we literally did that one episode we went straight from one thing to another and you know the silly thing is people would call in and they talk about both we had someone come in we had someone call in our very last show uh I won't forget it because it was our last show and I'm so sad but (laughs) someone called in they're like how could you have? Jesus it's that low. And also, by the way, I think the Miami Dolphins. And it's like, <laughs> you know, you would never think of having these two topics be the main focus of one radio show. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, radio shows that are on the radio and, like, super popular, like, they'll talk about things sometimes. But usually it's like, this is what we're talking about. We're sports radio Oh, or we're church radio or this or that. Yeah. But with us, we really liked having the identity of we could talk about a lot of things without feeling like we're going off topic. Mm. So we, even though we, the first semester we had two hours, the second, luckily Otter Media got really popular and a lot more people wanted to host, which is awesome. So we got cut to one hour. So we had fun navigating how we would do 30 minute segments in each. And sometimes sports or geeks would dominate, but the fact that we could pick either week, if it was a less noteworthy sports week we could talk about entertainment and do a tier list or something Mm -hmm. but if something crazy happened in sports we could talk about sports for the majority and we wouldn't feel bad Mm -hmm. so i think you went into every week knowing that whatever was the most whatever was the biggest news story in sports or pop culture Mm -hmm. would get covered yeah but you would also that wouldn't be the only thing you'd hear about you'd hear something vastly different and I know firsthand a lot of people like the variety of that, so yeah. I'm glad that our idea, our silly idea in the CSUMB parking lot actually worked out. Um, so going on to the Twitch channel, what makes my Twitch channel unique is uh, not a lot right now, but uh, <laughs> I guess I, I am so grateful for the people who watch me every week, the chat. Um, so I just want you to know you'll get a really intimate experience if you come to my channel. And I remember every username of anyone who's ever chatted in there, I'll remember everything about you. And part of that is what I think would make me a good teacher is that my memory with names and remembering what people liked or what they talked about, that really that really sticks with me. Mm-hmm. So I had someone come to my channel who hadn't been there in two months and they were so surprised that like, I remember like where they live, where they said they lived, and like what they liked. And we started chatting about baseball. So uh, I'm just – I just want everyone to know I'm so grateful for any person who – I just can't believe people take time out of their day, especially right now during a pandemic, to watch me entertain them, Mm -hmm. even if it's one person. So just – I mean, I guess me being grateful wouldn't make me unique, but just know that I am not one of these people who's going out there, just get to 50 followers, get money, and just stop streaming. No, I – love entertaining people i love helping people i want to be a teacher so just the community aspect of it all i love it so much so i guess i didn't really have an answer for why my twitch channel is unique right now but i would say you won't find the level of gratitude that sounds horrible to me Say so you are, i'm so grateful. no no you. Uh, <laughs>
0: that's that's true i i i can see it after watching some of your twitch streams and stuff um, I'm one of those ghost viewers sometimes uh, that does oh, well, appreciate... oh, me too. 100%. I'm trying, it more of just like, I'm trying to get more into it as well. Um, and yeah. just like, I forget that like, oh, my friend is streaming or whatnot. Um, but yeah, I, after I, spe- I like, I didn't catch your, your stream in real time, but I watched it after the fact this morning uh oh, thank just you. to catch up because i was like i'm like i i don't want to because i had a long day yesterday i'm like i don't want to wake up at seven i'll just watch it afterwards <laughs> but i watched the whole thing and it was really fun because i was like oh let's see what he thinks about smash and whatnot and stuff yeah, like that you know
1: i'm I'm not too good at smash but uh-huh. i love the whole community and reveal aspect yeah. of it all yeah. i went to my first tournament the week before everything shut down at round table and seaside and uh-huh. I got my ass kicked but... yeah <laughs> Yeah. It was a great time. Yeah, uh, oh, I, I have a funny story. You mind if I just go off Go on for funny it yeah, story yeah. about that tournament? So, <laughs> me and my little brother and my buddy Mark, we were like, "Let's go to this tournament. Let's just get absolutely pooped on, but let's have a good time." Uh-huh. So my brother, he loves playing Wolf. Uh huh. And I don't know if like you know exactly like if you can picture this in your head, but Wolf's smash attack, where he like his up smash, mm-hmm. he does a handstand and kicks upwards so my brother killed me with it and every time he killed me with it he went on his hands and did a handstand i'm like (laughs) so my my friend mark said nate you won't do that at the tournament and then Nate was like no i won't fast forward he's kicked out of the tournament the guy who put the tournament on he didn't enter it the turn the to yeah tournament organizer so he's like hey let's just do some friendly games real quick and then So, the championship game's going on on one side of the table. And on the other side of the table, my brother, who got 2 0 in the tournament, <laughs> he, he's doing a handstand in real life on the tournament organizer. I'm like, we are never getting invited back. <laughs> because <laughs> he actually did the handstand. I couldn't believe it. That's awesome. So, That's awesome. so these guys, and there's a girl there too. These guys and girls, guys and gals, they're probably like, who are these people? But after the fact, they're like, in Discord, they're super nice. They're like, hey, thank you guys for coming out. appreciate it. I'm like, oh, maybe they'll invite us back next time. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you, that was the last installment of uh, Knights of the Round Table. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, but hopefully they'll be back, and uh, they don't remember how my brother absolutely disrespected the T.O. Maybe you'll have to do a, a, a Smash tournament
0: on Twitch and, and show everyone live him doing the. handstand. <laughs> he might
1: have to top I, himself. Yeah. Then. I want to oh, see that uh, happen.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing
1: that's yeah that's that's my last dabble into the smash community in real life so Mm. that's there's that that's sick that's a great story i love that anecdote (laughs) oh yeah it's so good um
0: so let me let me ask you what what kind of how do you what's the normal reality of you doing twitch um like i have it written as like what's your day-to-day um but, you know, it doesn't have to be like, oh, I don't do Twitch every day. It's just more like, what do you yeah. do normally, like, in the prep work do. or when you do it? Like, how do you choose what you're going to play?
1: That yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Can you enlighten me on that a little bit? Totally. So, when I started, when I decided during the pandemic I want to stream a lot, I said, every night, either eight or nine, because I, that very first Mario Maker stream, when I got someone who wasn't my friend to come in, they said, when can I catch you next? I'm like, oh, I like... Need a schedule, uh-huh. so uh, I was like, ah, probably tomorrow night or eight to ten. So I was going by day by day schedule. If somebody would ask, I would say probably this time because yeah. all that would be going on is I'd, I'd want to call my girlfriend at least once a day. Um, I want to run, and that was pretty much it. Mm-mm. So probably near the end of the day because I want to stream in the living room because my I want to do it later because my dad or my mom or my brother they want to watch TV out here, which yeah. is totally understandable. And I don't have a dedicated game room where all the consoles are. So just to make it easier, I was streaming on my mom's horrible laptop that's like seven years old. Uh Straight from the webcam. But I got the capture card and I figured out how to use it. So I was sitting in front of my TV, like breaking my neck, like streaming, like hunchback, like making sure my mic was plugged into the capture card. Uh But I had a good time. People liked it. And uh, I got my first following that was away from friends and family there. Um, I got a monitor. And I set it up on my kitchen table right next to my PC, so I'm a dual monitor boy now. Mm-hmm. And so I can just have the stream to my right and not have a bad laptop, mm-hmm. and I can look in front of me and have the game, which is so much easier. But day to day, I don't have a set schedule at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, if I'm gonna stream, it's like I'm calling my girlfriend and I'm like, "Hey, do you want to watch me play like something right now? Like, should I play this? Or like, I'm feeling like playing a game." And it's like, "Yes." And it's usually. 9, 10, 11, and I'll stream a few hours there. Mm. I am doing that now just because there's nothing that's super – that like I want to stream so bad and like I know a bunch of people would watch if I streamed it earlier. So I'll message my friends, hey, I'm streaming. If you want to come hang out, mm-hmm. here's that. So what I think I'm going to do is I I want to get a bigger following on the Instagram page because – I feel like that'd be a great way to reach out and say, this is my schedule for now. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of still looking at how to do that. I know there's some subreddits where you can say, hey, I'm a streamer. Like, this is what I do. Come check me out. But like, I don't want it to be like one of those follow for follow and I'm never going to watch you again. Yeah. Because like I mentioned earlier, I like interacting with the chat Mm -hmm. and I, I frankly don't care what the number is. I don't care how many followers there are. I care about how many people are in there hanging out, having a good time. Yeah. entertaining them yeah. because you know we all miss that social interaction yes yeah that's true so right now i just usually i probably stream like every night around 9 or 10 mm-hmm. and the games could vary i am in love with smite right now i've played that game <laughs> since 2016 and uh recent pretty much if you don't know what smite is i will do a quick overview for people listening if they don't know what it is yeah that'd be great yeah um smite is a moba which is a don't know what it stands for but uh <laughs> it's like league of legends there's three lanes and there's towers and phoenixes and the titan you have to kill pretty much you have to work together with there's five people you have to work with four other people to win the game push the objectives mm-hmm. and it's super toxic like everyone in the community is super toxic and mean because the skill the skill like the skill cap is super high like mm-hmm. I am still kind of trash at this game and I've been playing for like 4 years mm-hmm. so it takes a long time to get good. Every month, items change. They add new gods. The premise is what really hooks a lot of people into it is mythology. There's Greek, Roman, Norse gods. A bunch of pantheons have gods. Mm. And last week, they re- they released Cthulhu, which like isn't even a god. So... I'm like, oh, shoot. Like, if you play a god a lot, like, a bunch of hours onto them, you get them diamond. And you get a skin where they look diamond. I'm like, I'm getting Cthulhu diamond in one week. And I did it last night at, like, 2 a.m. I got Cthulhu diamond. (laughs) Nice. So, that's really cool. Um, They announced next week they're actually adding Avatar The Last Airbender skins to the game. That's so crazy. Yeah, so they have Merlin from, like, you know, King Arthur and, like, that those stories? Yeah. They have the wizard Merlin in the game. And he's getting an Aang skin. (laughs) Cause he uses a bunch of elements. Um, Zuko's getting susano He's from Jap- Japanese mythology. He's uh-huh. getting Susano's in the game. He's getting a Prince Zuko skin. And there's a girl from Norse mythology, um Scotty. She has like a dog with her, mm. and uh, she's getting a Cora skin with Cora's dog. So I think that's sick how they're doing these crossovers.
0: That's pretty. That's pretty tight
1: yeah so i love that game i stream it a lot it never gets old for me nice. it's free to play and i've put way more money in it than i'd like to admit <laughs> <laughs> so that's sorry i went off on a little tangent oh, no 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 i dig it but i i i love it yeah my favorite god in the game his name is named sylvanas he's a greek god he's like an old man who controls trees and he's like he's just this frail old man on the back of a giant ass tree and there's a skin where he's bob ross on top of a tree he painted so <laughs> that's, that's awesome. the best skin in the game yeah that's and then there's sick. like there's this is this is goes chronos you know chronos the god of time yeah he, <laughs> he my favorite skin in the game actually uh he has a skin called super chronos 64 and he has nintendo 64 graphics and like his voice is all cut out like this and it's it's so good it's like nice. super glitchy and i love that nostalgic stuff nice and that's smite smite's great but uh i really want to get into streaming new releases and reveal stuff like that yeah um i did final fantasy the night it came out i still need to beat it i'm notorious for not beating games Uh, because when i like a game a lot i don't want to beat it and like subconsciously i'm like "Mm, i'll play it later and i really like final fantasy the remake i've never played one before the remake i really liked it and i haven't played it in a while i want to beat that Isle of Armor, Clubhouse Games on Switch. That game rocks.
0: Really? I've, I've been wondering oh. about it. I've been thinking about getting it. I've just been holding back a little bit. Cause, Dude, uh, there's our other collab, games. our I've first
1: played. collab right there. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm down. <laughs> Clubhouse Games. Yeah, 40 bucks, 100% worth it. Um, I'd say, yeah, do some more research. Make sure there's a bunch of games you'd like to play. But there's a huge variety, and I think for the price, they did a good job. So I'm excited for that. And you know, this year new consoles coming out. Yeah. So oh yeah. That'll be fun to Super delve into. Yeah. where are you? You Xbox or PlayStation? Well,
0: I'm, I've been Nintendo pretty much my whole life yes. for a long time, yes. and then it wasn't until recently that I would say within like the last year I finally started getting into PC gaming more seriously mm. um, because it's a really interesting market, and then yep. I think. I think I'm, I'm really thinking about getting the PlayStation 5 at release. I'm really thinking about it. I've never bought Pax. I bought a, my brother and I split a PlayStation 4 last year, but he mainly uses it to play Overwatch and Fortnite. Um which is fine. I'm totally okay with that. And I there was only like one game I played on it and the game I bought was like not great, so I just like decided to stop playing.
1: <laughs> You're like goodbye, yeah. But
0: there's so many other PlayStation exclusives that I've wanted to play for a long time because my friends are just like, you gotta play this, you gotta play that. Um, yeah. You know, just like all those awesome cinematic games, and so I'm like, with the with the probability of it having backwards compatibility, I'm I would get it for that reason. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, just so I can go back and play all these games that I've wanted to play. Like Persona, Horizon, Last of Us, all that stuff. Um, just the just the exclusives mainly. Um,
1: X- oh, they have way better exclusives in my opinion. Yeah, yep.
0: Xbox doesn't really have a whole lot to offer, and it's basically already a PC with its connectivity with it. So I'm just like, eh, yeah. I'll just stick with my PC stuff. And then I got, and then the Nintendo Switch I've been playing for a couple years now um, since I've owned it since 2018 but i play that probably the most heavily out of anything and then occasionally i don't stream this but occasionally i play 3ds games
1: cuz i oh, so nice. 3ds there's a bunch of classics on there i still mm-hmm. need to try mm-hmm. so definitely 3ds has some gems but yeah i'm with you. nintendo till i die that's my favorite yeah i've probably gotten the last like however many consoles like around when they release mm-hmm. because as you know i just, you'll always love nintendo yeah and yeah. But it just sucks that they still don't know what online is. Yeah. <laughs> so uh definitely had uh 360 a lot. I played with my friends growing up, and then when like in person, like the Wii is the console for in person, yeah. online's three sixty. Oh
0: yeah.
1: I got a PS3 for like little big planet and stuff, didn't get too much more into that. Next gen, I, you know, I got a I got an Xbox One before a Wii U. Um I was big on the Xbox. And then Wii U came, Smash Bros, all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, didn't, I never planned on getting the PS4, but what always pulled me in was MLB The Show and how it's only on PlayStation. And I told my friend this, and he goes, well, I have a PlayStation that, like, turns on half the time. I'll sell it to you for, like, 80 bucks. I'm, like, sold. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, other than me having to unplug it and plug it back in for 30 minutes straight sometimes to play... I'm so glad he sold me that. So thank <laughs> you, Sam. <laughs> nice. But now, looking at it, I think I'm with you. Like, I think I'm launch day PS5. Yeah. You know, yeah. I love Ratchet & Clank. Um, right yeah. now, Xbox is kind of dropping the ball. Like, all we know is kind of Halo. And they were, they already announced it's going to be on Xbox One. So... Yeah. yeah. I'm not some Halo diehard where I'm going to want to play it with the best graphics. Yeah. Like, I love Halo. See, but... I've
0: never played Halo before. So I'm like, my attachment... Mm-hmm. I'm like... I mean, recently, now that it's the older games have been put on PC, I want to play those. But um, yeah, I've never like really got into that until I—I I guess not yet. But yeah, I get your I get yeah. what you're saying. No, yeah,
1: yeah. So right now, PS Five is looking like the go-to, and uh, we'll see what Xbox. I think they're doing something next month, so the, we'll see what they bring. Yeah, I'm really disappointed that Nintendo is not going to do a direct.
0: Well, they well, like, haven't Re- announced anything yet. I would, I, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hold my breath on that so much because they typically announce it
1: like a week ahead of time. That's true. They don't.
0: They're, they're pretty secretive as a company.
1: So mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, I would just love to know. Like, is there a game coming out later this year? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, it's were they just gonna come into E3 and go, we have nothing. Goodbye. like I want to know about Breath of the Wild. I want to know about. Oh yeah. Maybe so i'm glad we're getting this pokemon one but please don't drop the ball man please yeah. no my brother earlier told me he goes i'm not waking up at 6 a.m to watch pokemon let's go tokepi and pichu <laughs> so <laughs> i'm like yeah
0: well i'm such a diehard for that series that i'll buy it anyways regardless oh, but 100 percent, 100 percent. we're getting it the day it comes out <laughs> but <laughs> like, uh, <laughs>
1: yeah we'll do it in spite yeah yeah um, so uh, that's the i forgot what the question okay yeah was. that was fun
0: um okay let's see here ask that question ask that question uh all right let's see here um let's do let's do this this question um what do you find truly entertaining
1: what do i find truly entertaining yeah
0: i know you've covered it a um, lot a lot now but like in more explicit detail.
1: Like a certain show or like a movie or... Whatever. Anything? Yeah. like yeah. Or genre or
0: whatever.
1: Uh, truly entertaining. Oh my goodness. Truly entertaining. Let me tell you, I haven't felt this way in forever. I watched the anime Death Note for the first time mm. last month. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I haven't. It's on my list. So, my list. so without spoiling it, have you seen Naruto? Mm-mm. Okay, it's, so, a, it's
0: okay. You can spoil it just a little bit.
1: Just not too much. Yeah, okay. sure. yeah oh, I, I got you. I So there's a character in Naruto. I watch, Naruto's like 700 episodes, mm-hmm. and somehow I finished it. It was horrible. Half of it's filler, but I mm-hmm. love Naruto.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I think Death Note might have taken over my favorite anime. It's only... So Naruto's 700 episodes. There's a character in there called Shikamaru, mm-hmm. and his whole character thing is that he's super lazy, but he's like the smartest one out of them, and they would have these fights. He had this power where like he could use shadows to possess people, mm-hmm. and... Every time he's on screen, he's, like, thinking his inner monologue how he's gonna outsmart them. And, like, he has this super clever way he would get this shadow onto people. Like, he would, like, sneak through, like, holes and stuff. And it's, like, I love the intellectual part of, like, thinking about their ninja strategies. Naruto ended up turning into, here's big move, big power, we're powerful. And, like, it went away from the intellectual part of it. But it was still awesome. So Death Note comes out. Pretty much the premise of it is this guy finds a notebook. And if he writes a name in it, anyone whose name gets written in it dies. And he wants to become God of the new world. And the best investigator in the world is looking after him. And pretty much, it's who's going to catch who first. And it's like, they're back and forth. Every episode is like, whoa, like mind blown, like these Naruto moments. But it's like every episode straight, just like banger after banger. Like, I never thought of that. And it's like, "Oh, oh, my goodness, like things you would never think of. And... It was so entertaining. It's only 38 episodes, I believe. Mm-hmm. And every episode is amazing and thought-provoking. And I would definitely recommend it. Death Note on Netflix. So, I guess you could say... What is that genre? Just investigative or... Mystery. Mystery.
0: Yeah. I'd call it, like, probably, like, uh, like detective slash sci-fi yeah.
1: fantasy. That's always... Mm-hmm, that's always entertained me. Um, the Better Call Saul, Breaking Bad series, universe, have you seen those? I am... That is my goal by the end of the summer
0: is to watch all of Breaking Bad. I haven't started it yet because I'm in the middle of a couple other shows, but I'm just like, I'm gonna do it. I, I'm... It, I, the, yeah, I'm not waiting any longer.
1: So each season gets better and better. I and that's heard. not... Not to discredit the first season. The first season's amazing, and it only gets better from there. So... I love that show. I and it, it's more kind of like Death Note, like people trying to stay a step ahead and outsmart each other. I like seeing that go on because I guess it's like part of me like never being able to like predict these things. Like I go on the Reddit thread after an episode and it's like, "Well, I knew this was going to happen 3 years ago." And I'm like, mm-hmm. "Huh? Like <laughs> that never occurred to me." So it's, but that has helped me look deeper into shows and appreciate them even more. Looking more at a sur, I for so long I would watch shows at a surface level and I wouldn't get the nuances of them and like the imagery and like the metaphors and all that. So now after finishing Breaking Bad, they have the series Better Call Saul, which is a prequel, mm-hmm. and just so much more I pick up on by just being so attentive and thinking about things and pr- making predictions in my head. So. I really like watching entertainment, shows and movies that are thought-provoking and leave things gray and for up to you to figure out yourself Mm -hmm. and not so much, we're going to spell out for you everything that's happening. And I'll be honest, that's how I used to like it. I used to not like being confused, but now I love it. (laughs) So stuff like that. And then there's the guilty pleasures that keep me entertained, like reality TV, Survivor Big Brother. I love Mm. those shows. And uh, all the Marvel movies, I, you know, I hadn't seen a Marvel movie since, like, Iron Man 2 in theaters. My friend dragged me along to Infinity War, and I'm (laughs) like, oh, my goodness. And I rewatched every single Marvel movie two years ago, and I love it. Oh, it's so good. So, big into that, and that's what kind of got me into the whole, like, I love talking about pop culture now, because Uh I loved hearing what my co-hosts and our callers would say about it, because... So much of it, I, I, you know, I'm still naive about. Uh-huh. I didn't become a huge Marvel movie fan until, like, two years ago. Uh-huh. And, like, there's still... I don't know anything about the comics. Like, I learned so much about that from other people. And it's just so cool to me to, like, learn new stuff. So there's that. And, you know, sports. I can go on about forever about sports. But I think I talked a lot earlier about why I love them so much yeah. and why they're so entertaining to me. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a given. Perfect.
0: Okay. I'm going to kind of combine... Well, I guess you kind of answered the last one. So, I'm going to ask you one last question before getting into our final questions. And that is, what are some of the coolest moments of your radio show slash your Twitch channel? So, you could do both um, okay. career to this point. What are your, like, favorite moments that happened during that? Either Twitch or radio or both.
1: Alright. Yeah, I'll, I'll do both. Um, My radio show my radio show it's not my show our radio show mm-hmm. but i promise guys i'm not taking over <laughs> um favorite moment from the radio show was probably uh we did a giveaway for the super bowl we did a bunch of proposition bets like mm-hmm. 30 of them like how long will the national anthem be like just silly questions like will, like will this happen will that happen we did a poll on our instagram and we did a giveaway we gave away a uh, ten dollar amazon gift card and a month of disney plus for whoever could get the most correct. Mm. And I was like, ah, a few people are gonna end there, like, who knows? But that was the night we had the most viewers on Instagram when we announced it. And uh, people DMing us all day on Instagram, like, oh, are you gonna reveal it tonight? This and that. And just that feeling that, oh my God, like, people are looking forward to the show. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it was because of the money, mostly. But, (laughs) you know, a lot of them stuck around. We did the announcement in the middle of the show because they could hear beforehand like what we're going to talk about reviewing the Super Bowl.
2: Yeah.
1: And then they hear – and if then hopefully they want to stick around after. And yeah. a lot of them did, which was awesome to us. Like I remember the car ride. I brought them back to their dorms after that and we were like, is it just me or like was that a really great show? Uh-huh. uh-huh. And uh, just the – I don't know. The fact that we were entertaining people, that's what we set out to do. And it kind of reassured that to us and confirmed that people wanted to listen. And we really thought that was a great moment. And then uh, more personal, favorite moment on Twitch was uh, that first night I played Mario Maker, getting five different people to come in and all of them be incredibly cool and just hanging out with me. And that was my first taste of being a Twitch streamer and actually getting people to come watch. And I loved it. So two great moments right there. Nice. That's awesome. Perfect.
0: All right. So I have three final questions that I ask all of my hosts or all of my guests. I am the host. What am I saying? Um, <laughs> uh, you got big host
1: energy. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you, radio host. There you go. That's how you could play it off.
0: Yes, yes. All right. So my first question is: What is something that you are proud of?
1: Something I am proud of. Um, well, I am proud of the fact that it could just—it doesn't have to be about like radio. It could be anything. Does it? I'm proud about the fact that I made it through four years so far at CSU and B with no, I haven't gotten a C, A's and B's. And that's makes me proud because in high school I was so caught up in just like following the crowd and like what are my friends doing? And like I failed some class. I got some D's. I never got an F. Never got an F here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Disclaimer. No F's. Mm-hmm. Sean McRae did not get Fs. D minus, on the other hand. Oh yeah. Um so math and spanish and like i would just mess around so much with friends in class and it's Mm -hmm. like man i really know i can push myself so my senior year i got the best gpa out of all my other years in high school because i knew like i was motivated i'm like i really because i didn't believe before that that like i could put in that extra work i would just procrastinate everything and then get the grade i get Mm -hmm. so then i got to college kind of separated from my friends they all went all over the place Mm -hmm. and i made some new ones and i guess i made that personal growth that I can put my mind to something and I'll actually have good results. Mm-hmm. And every compliment I've heard from a professor saying you're going to be a good teacher or this is phenomenal work. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't I take it so personal and I, it means so much to me mm-hmm. and I'll never forget these teachers and professors that I've had in high school and college who have helped reassure me that what I'm doing is my best work and I think it's prepared me so much for life, mm-hmm. for becoming a teacher, just knowing myself that I could do all that. So that's probably what I'm most proud of right now. I'm just one year away and uh, I know I can do it due to that experience. Yeah, nice. All right, next
0: question is, what is something that makes you joyful?
1: Something that makes me joyful? Um, Well, definitely right now, Something that makes me joyful, playing games a lot, you know, it's like the escape from everything, all the negativity out there,
2: mm-hmm.
1: playing games, just like, especially hanging out with the chat, you know, it's just like, you guys are talking like nothing else is going on right now. Mm-hmm. So playing games, um, off stream, I play a lot with my girlfriend, which is, she's awesome. And she loves games as well, which is a nice plus. We actually, <laughs> we met by, uh, playing Fortnite, which is like the most cringe thing ever. Like, but pretty much no shame, no friend- shame. No shame, yeah. So my friend at CSUMB, she, uh, asked, my friend Ashlyn, she's a, she wants to be a teacher as well. Mm-hmm. She lived in Chino Hills and came here to school. And uh, she's like, so we we did student teaching at a school in Monterey with a PE class. And all the kids would talk about Fortnite. This is when it was super popular, 2018. Mm-hmm. And we're like, what is this game? Like, So we we found out it was on mobile. So me and Ashlyn played together. And we're like, this is horrible. Like, what? <laughs> We're so bad at this. Mm-hmm. So then later that night, Ashlyn calls me and puts me in a group message with her friend Paige and she's like, this is my friend Paige from back home and like she did it because she thought we'd like each other. Mm-hmm. But like slyly like, oh, you should play with us. So we all played Fortnite for the first time and that's the first time we met. And ever since then, we've played all sorts of games. We were playing Lego Indiana Jones a few days ago. So nice, just a variety of games playing with her. I, that makes me really happy. Joyful. That was a word, right? Joyful. Yes. Playing games with her, playing games on stream, and right now, I never thought I would say this, but running makes me joyful. I've never been one to run. I only played baseball growing up, and I was only a hitter. I was a designated hitter because I was so slow in the outfield, so <laughs> I hated running. Good. But now, I never thought I would find myself waking up, I really want to run today, or at the end of the day, like I need to get out before I can run. I, I was never that person before this. Yeah in the fact that I've actually changed to become a person, not like fake, like, Oh, like too bad. I couldn't run today. Darn it. Like, mm-hmm. I guess it didn't work out. It's like, no, I will today. Mm-hmm. And I like it. So games and playing with my girlfriend and running are what makes me most joyful right now. Solid, solid answers.
0: Solid. Thank right. you. Final question is where can we find follow and support you? So this is where you can drop drop those usernames, drop the ats, the 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 hashtags, the handles, whatever it is.
1: Everything. All right. Well, you can find me Sean McCray on Instagram at McCrayfish three. M C C R A Y F I S H three. You can find me there and see all my embarrassing pictures. I used to have like nine hundred, and I finally cleaned it up, and I only have eighty seven, but still embarrassing. My Twitch is in my bio of my page. It is also McCrayfish3. The meaning behind that name is there's a fish called a crayfish. In middle school when I played baseball, someone called me McCrayfish. Favorite number is three. There it is. Perfect. So McCrayfish3 on Twitter as well. I tweet about how I hate the commissioner of baseball a lot. Um, (laughs) So there's that. You can find us on Instagram, the Sport Geeks, where you will see promotion for – Upcoming countdowns. My brother's sitting across from me. Nate, what's our next countdown? I have no idea. He has no idea. We'll figure our, it out. Um, devastating moments. Oh, our top, our top five most devastating sport moments. Look forward <laughs> to that one. <laughs> All right. We, we're excited for that. So our Instagram is sportgeekscsumb. We have an orange uh, profile picture. And also my Twitch is in the description there. So look forward to that for news about when sports are coming back or what I'll be streaming. It's a good time there.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. And, um, you know, I I guess I'll plug my anchor if I still have the app. We haven't done a podcast in a while, but we're about to do an introductory back to baseball, back to NBA, back to basketball podcast. Mm. And uh, my name on anchor is Sean McRae as well. But you can find me with the Sport Geeks logo. And our most recent video is from January 10th doing playoff predictions for the NFL. So we're going to do some predictions for NBA coming up soon with that season. It'll be a fun one. Nice. But that is where you can find me at the moment. But I would, if you're going to follow one page from there, I would really love it if you could follow our Instagram page because that will be the hub for everything. Mm-hmm. So Sport CSUMB, it'll get you directly to McCrayfish3 on Twitch.
0: Nice. Perfect. I'll include all those links down below in the description um, for you, those of you who are listening right now. Uh, but thanks for coming on, Sean. It was lovely having you. You're, you're a great conversationalist.
1: Um, oh, yes. Thank you so much, Lucas. Um, I really hope we can get a collab going soon. Absolutely. Right? Like, uh, absolutely. Well, we just did said, one. We
0: just did a collab. Oh, so, I, I, I guess yeah. you're right.
1: The big host energy. Yeah. I was thinking more... Uh, one v one in Mancala. On oh, Clubhouse games. oh, dude,
0: I'm, no. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. Mancala, dude. It, we'll make it a big event. Lucas Two Pool yeah, oh. versus, <laughs> versus <laughs> Winner gets the studio oh next semester. Oh my
1: gosh, that'll be great.
0: All right, well, yeah, it's been lovely chatting with you, and we'll see you guys next time.
1: Yes, thank you guys so much for listening.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Two Cast. And a special thank you to our patrons, Kirsten Carpenter, Paul McCormick, Donkey D. Dillon, Charlene Lombardi, and Peter McCormick. Thank you for your wonderful donations. Special thanks to our sponsor, Barrel Brothers Brewing Company. This is the last two-cast episode till September. We are taking a little break so we can rest up and prepare for some big things coming out in the fall. Thank you and stay tuned for our last episode of the Summer School Franchise Frenzy with 21 Jump Street this Sunday.